Woods Podcast, your host, me. It isn't me and you. Well, 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 we meet again for what, the 149th time? Welcome back, huh? How's your spring going? Are you enjoying it? It's May 9th. This is the End of the Woods podcast, and I am your host, Ryan Woods. Welcome back to another lovely, wonderful edition, a jam-packed edition of the End of the Woods podcast. I should start doing, uh, I should just become a broadcaster. Did I say that last week? Should I just be a broadcaster? We're here at another lovely day at the ballpark. If I didn't feel like, if I felt like cutting my teeth, you know, just going out somewhere. We're here again, another lovely day. It's a lovely Southern California. Just, dude, I would be a fucking, dude, imagine being the play-by-play guy for the San Diego Padres. What a life. You know, you show up, that's ball two, radio silence, and if you buy a ticket to next Wednesday night's game, you get a free magnet calendar, and the wind and the pitch, that's a foul ball, yeah, you come on out, bring the family, four pack for knowing San Diego, $77, that does not include fees. Please visit the local PadresTick.com slash tickets. Oh, boy. What's up? What's going on? How are you? you? Did you have a good Mother's Day? What did you get your mom, huh? Did you get her some meaningless gift? Uh, did you get her some gifts she'll never be able to use? Did you get her something? Moms are nice about it, huh? Dads are the real pricks. Moms, you can get them anything, and they're like... If you got a good mom, I know somebody's gonna be like, dude, my mom's a fucking bitch. I get it. But the dads are the real pricks about this shit, huh? As they get older. Women as they, I feel like a mom, a good mom, you know, gets like a card, a handmade card. And it's like, oh, you know, this is great. But a dad, if you don't get him like a usable thing, he gets shitty. You know, I think the older, older you get, you just get a little bit shittier about gifts. And it's not on Christmas. You know, dads are cool on Christmas. You know, Valentine's Day, dads don't give a fuck. Mainly because we've just been taught as guys. You know, I'm not a dad, but we've just been taught as guys. We don't fucking matter on these holidays. You know, Father's Day is coming up, though. They're going to get their fucking comeuppance. Maybe, maybe I'm just taking out my household on you guys, huh? Maybe I'm just taking out my feelings on you guys, which is what you come for. A lot of people say they go to therapy. A lot of people just come to me. Isn't that right? Why does it feel so gay to use chapstick? You know, let me ask you, why does it feel so gay to use chapstick? Uh, Into the Woods Podcast, how was your week, guys? Did you guys do anything fun for Mother's Day? I got to talk about the F1 race and the Kentucky Derby. One, because the Kentucky Derby was happening. And I know a lot of people who go to Kentucky Derby parties, which is just another reason to get drunk. Cinco de Mayo, another day just to get drunk. In the last week, I Cinco de Mayo on Thursday, somebody was like, Ryan, do you do anything for Cinco de Mayo? And I'm like, no. 
Why would I do anything for Cinco de Mayo? And like, well, I'm going to go out and get margaritas. I'm like, you could do that any day. And they're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I could. Yeah, this is just another reason. We all just want to be drunk before noon. And we don't want to be judged for it. So we make up holidays. St. Patrick's Day. We've been over it. Cinco de Mayo. Duh. Duh. What do you, Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, we're all getting drunk. Kentucky Derby. Duh. Just another reason to drink. These things are popular because people want to get drunk. No shit. <laughs> Imagine if it was a sober event. How fucking boring. And how that shit would have died a long time ago if you couldn't drink at the Kentucky Derby. Because I realized how fucking insane it was. I was watching the horse racing. Which was one horse race. Dude, did you see an 80 to 1 favorite? One, an 80 to 1 underdog one? Yeah, well, you know, they're fucking horses, so, you know, sorry, you really can't predict them. And I actually saw a video that day that came up, and it was like, this is how a horse sees, and it was like one of those videos, and I've seen a million of them, like, right, like, this is how a fly sees, and it's just a million, like, you know, hexagonal shapes, and then this is how a horse sees, and it was just like yellow hue, and they had a blind spot in the middle, and I clicked away from the video, and I was like, oh, that's neat, but then I thought, how the fuck do we know? Did we fucking ask? How is that possible? It had me like, I, I was stunned for about 10 minutes. I was sitting there like, how do we know how horses see? How do we know how these animals see? Why do I just take this stuff at face value? I was like, oh, that's how horses see? That's cool. That made no sense. I have no idea how a horse sees. People told me for years, dogs don't see color. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Does it? I don't know. Did, they, did a dog say, hey, we don't see colors? Like, they'd have any idea what a color is? I'm asking because I don't know. I ask all the hard-hitting questions that some people think they just know. How do planes work? Thrust. Don't get it. How do boats work? Buoyancy. That's not a real word. How do we know how animals see? Science? Come on, the same science that told me to put a mask on? I love when every couple days I'm just on Twitter and there's just some politician who just thrives on saying the most outlandish shit and they just post like why do i need four vaccines for it to protect me and they just get a million hits and it's like they just go to the well they're like my engagement's been down so i'm gonna tweet out something fucking ignorant because i know these people will eat it up and they all and we always do you know we always clap back right am i right we always get back at them oh boy Oh, geez. But I got to talk F1, dude. The Kentucky Derby. I just remember telling Dana and she was like, so what happens? These Do they kill these horses? And I go, no, they don't kill them. They slut them out. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah, they slut the horses out. They have a stud fee after this. If you win, you get to sell the horse to go fuck another horse at some other thing. And she's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, a couple years ago when one of them won the Kentucky Derby and the I think it's like the Belmont and the Preakness. I don't know if it's in that order. I think it might be Kentucky Doherty, Doherty, Kentucky Derby, uh, Preakness, Belmont. I think that's how that goes. And there was a Triple Crown winner, and I think you see he sold his sperm out for like 300000 $300,000. That's a good payday. Horse doesn't see any of that money, but, you know, somebody does. Oh, and by the way, last thing on the Kentucky Derby. They were talking about how that Kentucky song was, uh, I guess the Kentucky, um, the Kentucky state national state anthem is 
racist. And everyone was like, they need to stop playing in the Kentucky Derby. And they panned to the crowd as they were talking about this. And there was zero black people. And I thought, who's... Wait, I'm like, maybe we can work something out here. There are literally no black people at the Kentucky Derby right now. There are no minorities, except for the jockeys, which feels a little weird. A lot of small people from Louisiana. Any comment on that, Louisiana? Um, I was just like, maybe we can make a compromise. Right? Like, there's literally no minorities here. This is a white person event. Look at how they're dressed. You think people with class, like these white people, care about whatever song is playing? They're all drunk, like I said. You know? That was probably the funniest shit. They're like, you know, it's kind of insensitive to some groups. And I looked up the words, and I was like, yikes. Kind of. They call them, uh, I'm not going to say it here, to, to keep open my political, <laughs> if I want to ever have a run for political office. But, uh, yeah. It's not great. But what did I expect? You know, when I searched it up, I didn't really know what I expected, but I know I should have expected what I got. So look it up. I think it's like my old Kentucky home or something. So of course they're a little bit racist. But anyways, on to something way more fun and totally not racist. F1 racing. Okay? They were in Miami this weekend. And I'm new to the sport. So please spare me. I'm new to the sport. Miami Grand Prix. I'm watching Ferrari, Scudiera Ferrari, is on the front row. And I'm like, this is perfect, right? I'm a big Ferrari fan. You guys know that about me. I'm a Prancing Horse fan till the death. I've been this way for about two months now. I'm all in. So, you would say I'm experienced. A lot of people would say I have a lot of experience in the field. And I go, okay, one and two is good. Leclerc, Charles Leclerc, needs to get a good jump because right behind Charles and Carlos Sainz, is Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez, why they call him Chico or Checo, whatever the fuck they call him. And I don't fucking know. I don't know why. I, you know, I'm not in. You know what I mean? I'm new, but I'm also experienced. So I'm watching, and I'm like, Carlos needs to throw the block. He needs to get in front of Max immediately. What happens? Max gets off well. Carlos lets Max by. Max fucking takes off. And I'm like, this motherfucker. And he gets right around Charles. And I'm like, how the fuck can't Ferrari get the straight line speed down? How can they not get the straight line speed down? We are talking about Ferrari. I know Red Bull has wings. It writes itself. And Max is a madman. The guy just, and then he takes off and he's starting to get away. And they're about halfway through, and they're on the medium compound tires, hot in Miami, tire degradation is happening, rubber flying everywhere, right? So what happens? Everyone starts going to the hard tires. You know who doesn't go to the hard tires soon enough? Ferrari. I don't know. And I don't know. We are testing my loyalty to Ferrari. Boo, Max Verstappen, way too good. He's too good. He's too good for the sport. He's too good for the sport. Fuck that guy's too good. Fuck him. You know, he just gets out in front, and then Charles, you know, there's a safety car, because there was a wreck, and I was like, this is what we needed. We're back, and we couldn't get by him. And we, by I mean me, and Charles. Because that motherfucker is too good, and I hate him. I hate him so much. <sighs> that bastard, dude. I don't know. I, I And then at the end there, they were talking like Red Bull. They were like, hey, we're going to go to engine mode two or whatever. And I was like, wait, what? 
They have new engine modes in the middle. Once again, I'm a new fan. Please, please give me a break. I don't know what that means. But anywho, um, yeah, so fucking another loss. So I think we got two more weeks off. That's the other thing about F1. You need to dedicate like an hour and a half a week. Every, actually, it probably breaks down to like three hours a month. That's fine with me, right? You just sit on the couch, you knock it out. You don't have to be locked in all the time. You can get up and do some other chores if you got them and just look over every once in a while and say like, oh, there goes Max up seven fucking seconds again. Fuck. Damn. An engine. He's got an engine mode, a different engine mode. It's bullshit. Oh, that's bullshit. Oh, jeez. Well, what did I do this week? Uh, Ryan, how did you do this week? Well, I did see something that was probably a really targeted ad, if I have to be honest with you. It felt like it was for me, and it says, do you show enough empathy? empathy? So I clicked on the link. It was on LinkedIn, which is the fakest shit ever. I love how fake LinkedIn is. I love how everyone's on there like, just writing super proper, and then I follow them on Instagram, and they're just chugging beers. I'm like, fuck yeah. This is through the duality of man. And I'm, um, it was like, do you show enough empathy or something? And it was, and I read it and, uh, it was like, Hey, do you put yourself in the, in the person's shoes that you have an argument or disagreement with? And so Dana and I are having an argument and disagreement usually once a week and, or more. And I did this where I put myself in her shoes and I thought to myself, this sucks. This sucks so bad. Why would I put myself in her shoes? Because I look like an asshole. I look like an asshole. A lot of you are probably like, yeah, that's right. Well, fuck that. Then I'm never having empathy. I'm never doing that exercise again. Put yourself in their shoes? No. No, fuck that. No, they need to know why I'm upset, and I'm going to take it out on them. Oh, jeez. I think we got an argument because she, she told me office, this is how crazy I am, you know, and it's kind of, she's kind of a saint. You know, because she was like, we have to go to Office Depot. And I was like, there's no Office Depot around here. She's like, I mean Office Max. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And I got all mad about it. And then that was that. We had to pick up our homemade cards. So that was my week. That was my weekend. I mean, I am going to Carlisle, Pennsylvania this weekend. Isn't that exciting? And a lot of you are doing one thing right now. Where the fuck is Carlisle, Pennsylvania? Hey, man. I'll let you know. <laughs> What's going on in Carlisle, Pennsylvania? I'll let you know. I have no idea. Anything? Apparently there's a church where George Washington prayed. So maybe I'll go there and sit where he sat. You know, that'll be fun. And I'll be like, look at that. You know? Me and George Washington. Handshake emoji. I won't pray, though. Because, uh... Because, uh, yeah, what am I praying for, dude? I got all I could ever want, you know, living the dream. Um, yeah, so that's where I'm going, Carlisle, Pennsylvania. I have to, and we're going to a law school graduation. We're going to a law school. Is there anything more fucking uppity and pretentious than a law school graduation? Give me the mic. I'm going to go up there and give me the mic. I'll stand up there and I'll, I'll do a roast of all those stupid little hats that all these people are going to be wearing. And I'm not talking about the graduation caps. I'm talking about those fluffy little hats with their stupid little robes on. I had to contain myself from laughing when I went to my own private school graduation. People don't know I graduated from private school. 
and people need to know. It would really make them change their opinion of me. And I, um, I'll go up there and make fun of them, dude, make fun of this whole thing. And all these lawyer rat ass. Look at all you lawyers, you rat bastards. So are you going to be a bondsman? Oh, you're going to be a bail bondsman, you shithead. You're going to put people behind bars because of the law? Oh, yeah, you crooked bastard. Just turn around. Oh, what are you going to do, business law? Oh, sure, they need more help, huh? The corporations in this country, which we've all tied our retirement savings to? Huh? Oh, that'll be fun. Oh, yeah. They need more help. They got us by the balls, man. I was thinking about that because somebody was telling me about a pension plan. And then I thought, well, pension plans make sense, right? But then you have to stay at one place forever. Right? And then eventually the math doesn't make any sense where you'll be paying more pensions than employees you have because people don't fucking die. Modern medicine fucked with retirement plans. And now we all have 401ks where they're all tied to the fucking United States markets, so we are all indebted to these corporations. We have to let them pour their toxic waste right into the world food supply so that we can fucking retire, maybe. Maybe retire someday. Dude, I keep reading shit about people like, you got microplastics, you're eating microplastics. What do you want me to do? Siphon them out of me? I, I Stop telling me that. You're just giving me fucking anxiety. <laughs> I just, microplastics. What the fuck does that even mean? Apparently I'm eating a credit card full of microplastics every year. Which doesn't seem like a lot, but I don't want to eat any credit cards. And why are we eating microplastics? Is it because I eat hot dogs? Was all that shit people told me about hot dogs true? Dude, it's actually made up of all, it's everything churned up into one. Including credit cards, old credit cards. That's where they go. They go to hot dogs. They go to hot dog stations. Really? Fuck. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, so I'm going to Carlisle, Pennsylvania, and I got to get new clothes and things, because I'm like, I'm going to look like an asshole, right? She's like, you're not going to look like an asshole. Why would you look like an asshole? I'm like, well, I got to get new clothes for this graduation, because your family always overdresses. And like, we don't overdress. I'm like, shut the fuck. Yeah, you guys do. You know, your dad's going to show up in a suit. I'm going to show up in a in a white t-shirt, a white dress shirt that's going to look like graph paper and someone's going to bully me about it. I'm wear my stupid khaki pants with my stupid shoes that aren't going to be as shiny because I don't own any shoe shine like your parents. Dude, her parents are always shining shoes. Always shining shoes. Then we're going to this dinner place and her mom was like, it's got blue cheese on everything. And I'm like, why the, I don't even like fucking blue cheese. I'll go, yeah, no, no fucking big deal. Because <laughs> if you don't, here's my relationship advice for you. Here's my relationship advice. If you're, if you're a guy out there or a woman, if you're going over someone's house, your significant other's house for food, for a meal, never turn it down. Never, you tell them to make whatever they want. You never add any concessions because the moment you say, oh, you know, I'm really not into that, they think you don't like it forever. Dana's parents just found out that I'm cool with asparagus. They thought I had this fucking weird beef with asparagus for seven years. Maybe maybe last year I came came around on asparagus. Because I think maybe in the first couple months, we were, they, used, they cooked dinners and 
I'd be like, you, you want any asparagus? I'm like, I'm really not into asparagus. And it might have just been that day. It might have been the way it makes your pee smell. I really don't know. But I wasn't into it one fucking random weekend. And then for the next six years, it was, oh, Ryan doesn't like asparagus. You know, we won't make that because Ryan doesn't like it. It's like, well, how about you ask me again? I mean, look at me, dude. Does it look like I pass up any food? I mean, maybe it looks like I pass up vegetables. But does that mean I'm going to pass up asparagus every single time? Especially when you cover it in whatever fucking sauce that is. Balsamic. And then I'm the weirdo that I don't like putting uh, I don't like putting dressing on my salad. I'm the weirdo. I'm the weirdo because I want to eat a salad that's not covered in dressing and calories. You're eating a salad to eat a salad. Stop covering it in dressings. I'm not going to be fishing out lettuce through Italian dressing. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to coat it in ranch. Now, if I'm out and I get a Caesar salad, I'll put Caesar dressing on it, but I'll go light Caesar. That's the key. Because if you don't, if you get full Caesar, guess what? You're, you're going backwards, buddy. <sighs> I'm emotional this week, huh? I'm in a bad mood. My brother's going to prom Saturday. There's no joke there. He's just going to prom. I, I don't have anything on that one. Um, What do I have here? Oh, I have an email. have it pulled up on my screen. Here we go. Hey, Ryan, love the show. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Would you rather go... Oh, it's a would you rather. Would you rather go to prison for life or die? I know you talked about in the past prison for a year or until you did the Rubik's Cube question. Oh, okay. I did say that. What did I say? I don't remember. Prison for life or death. Which one? So I'd rather die or go to prison for life? It depends on how old I am. If I'm me today and I got sentenced to prison for life, I'm committing suicide in prison. And I'm talking not like prison for life and I might get out someday. No, no, I'm killing myself. Like, I I need, like... Like, I watched this one prison documentary because I'm fascinated where the guy had been in there since he was, like, 17, and he's cutting hair, and he's like, yeah, I have 483 years to go. And he just started giggling. And I'm like, yeah, I'd kill myself. Yeah, I'm not eligible for parole at all. They're not going to... They threw my case out. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll kill myself. And the one guy he was charged with, he was going to go around cutting yards, and he ended up breaking into a house. This, I mean, this story doesn't seem real. I don't know how it takes this turn. He and his buddy went to someone's house to cut their yard in his neighborhood, and then they ended up murdering them. So they went to, like, deliver a flyer to cut their grass when they were 15, and they ended up... Um, breaking in the home and, and murdering the, the two people, and now they're spending 300 years in prison. Three consecutive life sentences with, like, 25 years added on top. So, yeah, you just kill yourself. Because you always, like, find God. I'm not finding God, man. I mean, if I might meet him, I'm going to kill myself. But if I was older, like, if I was an old man, maybe I'll go to prison, you know? I'm an old man. I have no retirement income because everything went under. Because everyone figured out money wasn't real. I'm like, yeah, I'll go to fucking prison. I guess there would be no prison in that sense, huh? But I couldn't do prison, dude. I'm not prison material. Do you listen to this podcast? I talk a lot. You think that's good for prison? You think I have any social awareness? No. <laughs> listen to me. I have no social awareness. And you want me to go to prison? Are you a dumbass? I'll die in there. So I guess, you know, two birds, one stone. Oh, but I'm not spending life in prison, dude. I'm not getting a cellmate. I'm not I'm not having sex with a guy. That's the best, too, about guys in prison. I think there's a joke out there about this, but it's like, 
guys, when they immediately have to go to prison, they're like, I'm not getting fucked. It's like, all right, man, you homophobe. Sounds like you got you got some issues in your brain that you got to work out. But yeah, I'm not getting fucked or fucking. You know, I'm not doing that. So I'll just kill myself. That's the honorable thing to do. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm doing. I uh, Not much else is going on. I mean, we have a bunny moving in outside. You guys ever have rabbits move in? Yeah. Yeah, last Tuesday, I opened the back door. This rabbit is just staring at the house. He's just like, you know, what? however rabbits see. You know, look that up on YouTube, however rabbits see. And, um, and I was like, Dana, there's a rabbit here. He's just, because we have rabbits that mosey around, but this one was just sitting and it was like super close. I was like, that's weird. And then it didn't move for like two hours. And then when it came back the next day, it had started like digging up, like pressing down in the grass and like adding grass, like grass clippings to it. And I'm like, what? I'm like, well, this makes sense because the yard has like these little divots. But it's not like there's no grass in these spots. It's just like the ground is a little bit lower. And I'm like, oh, maybe these rabbits come back and just birth out rabbits every year. You know, women have called me a rabbit in the past the way I get after it, you know? Um, but but uh, that'd be a perfect time for like an ad read for like those dick, those dick wipes that make your dick go numb. You know? Does your lady tell you you fuck like a rabbit? Well... I have the product for you. Um, yeah. So we got that, that rabbit's moving in. It comes back every night. It came back with a friend a couple nights ago. I was like, damn, they must get after it. So I'm waiting for that thing to pop. It's got this little fat little rabbit. Then I saw a squirrel kill the mouse. Dana took a picture of it. That was pretty badass. Can't lie. Um, love those foot soldiers. Oh, and then I saw the Scott Van Pelt. His dog passed away. And it, it reminded me where he said, if the trade is this pain for all those good memories, you know, he almost made me cry. And I said, yeah, you know, I agree with that. Because when I started doing this podcast, let me set the stage. Let me set the sad, sad stage for you. I've never cared about how many people listen to this podcast. It's never, it's never, I want, obviously I want a lot of people to listen. I want a lot of people to um, be involved. I want you guys to email me at ryanwispod at gmail.com with your would you rathers, with your overrated underrateds, with your fake people stories. I want you guys to do that. But... I'm going to paint it, but I've always liked doing this because, you know, I remember when I first started posting it, it said six plays. I got six plays in a week, and I was like, dude, six people think I'm funny, when in reality, it was probably just me listening to it back twice, but, um, and me and, and, uh, somebody else who was like, this guy posted a podcast, uh, but anyways, I digress, so the way this podcast started is I would go home on lunch, I worked at a car dealership. And I would go home on lunch on Tuesdays because nobody was home. And I would do my podcast with Brutus home. And it would be 30 minutes of me. I would pace. There was a little bit of space in between the wall and my bed and where the nightstand was, where my computer was, and where the microphone was. So I would walk with the microphone back and forth like I was doing crowd work. And it's probably why it was so bad because my crowd was my dog. And it was Brutus. And he would lay there and he would end up falling asleep, which I would always think was so fucking funny. Because I would just be talking, screaming about how I was making like peanut butter and jellies or something. How about how I was, um, you know, just whatever the hell was going on. Him, I, was, I would bitch about him. I would bitch about, you know, making the bed. Like whatever the fuck I was talking about. And I just remember like how, like that moment when Scott was like, you know, he would be there sitting waiting for me to come home. And I'm like, dude, we would do this every week. 
Sometimes I would record it two or three times a week just because I thought it wasn't very good. Like I would restart, like I would do 10 minutes and I'd be like, that sucked. And I'd redo it. And I'd be like, that sucked. And I'd be like, was that good? I would look at him. I'd be like, was that good? And he's like, he would just be asleep because he wouldn't, he doesn't give a fuck. So he was so used to my voice at this point, just like probably you guys are. So that was the, uh, that's the podcast. Appreciate all listening as always. Okay. Follow me at the links below. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, email me your, your questions, uh, relationship advice. I'll give it. You guys know I'm good at that. Uh, would you rather's, um, overrated, underrated, fake people stories. If you have any, email me in. I'll get it, man. There's my cue. I'm out of here. How was that? Little quick hitter to the head, huh? I'm like the cigarette podcast. We're going to come up with a new analogy every week. I'm just, fuck yeah. See you later. Love you. Please take me far away.